This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. You can email us jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll get to the U.S. Navy here in a moment. Oh, gosh, our military is in some trouble. Let's let's cover this again, the military recruitment problems. My head hurts. I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing my head. I'm rubbing my head. If you could see me right now, you'd know I'm rubbing my temples because I just what they're doing to our military is amazing. Remember, they're not destroying the military. They're building a military, a different one, for a different purpose. These people are not interested in fighting foreign enemies. They are only interested in their domestic enemies. The people like, well, you, the people who are still in the way, clinging to your freedoms. You're the one holding them back. And so they've begun a purge of the military. COVID provided a great opportunity for them to do this. Remember, we talked about the hard purge. Just, hey, take the vaccine or you get kicked out. Well, who are the people who are going to refuse? Those are going to be all Republicans. So they're gone. Bye. And then there's the soft purge of the military. The soft purge is... You just drown the people who are currently in with endless things from classes on how to braid hair to a new gay pride parade on base to all these other things. And what you'll get is the people who aren't down with you and your agenda, the people of more traditional values, they're not going to re-up. They're not going to re-enlist. They're going to walk away. So that's part of the soft purge. Good. Your enemies are removing themselves. Another huge part of the soft purge is that super stud that country boy with traditional values who knows how to camp, hunt, and fish, and everything else, he's not going to join. He, does, he, he will not serve a regime this evil. He'll go do something else. Well, if you're a communist building up a military that will attack its own citizens, that's a, that's a win for you. You can't have that guy joining. You need him not to join. So that's a win. Remember, they're not destroying it by accident. They're destroying it on purpose. Now, if you'd like evidence of this, how's, here's one for you. Recruitment numbers are in free fall. It is at a crisis level. It's actually worse than it's being reported, and I know this from all the guys I know on the inside who are in. It is a crisis level of recruitment. The units now do not have enough people in them. You have ranger units without enough men in them. It's it's really, really bad. So it's only gotten this bad Ever since the endless commie push out there, everything has to be gay, whitey sucks, all these things, that's really, really killed recruitment. The the numbers are in free fall now. Now, if you were in the military, let's say right now you said, when I said the destruction is intentional and that they're building one for their own purposes, maybe you thought I was being crazy or being too over the top. Ah, that's just, you're doing that for radio. Maybe that's what you thought. Okay. Well, They just pushed all the Rainbow Warrior stuff, and they killed recruiting, and they know that's what killed recruiting. Do you want to know what the newest recruitment push is? USA, U.S. Navy used drag queen influencer to attract a wide range of new recruits as recruitment plummets. So the Navy is well aware that they need that kid who grew up in California in the ocean He's been lifting weights, playing football his whole life, super in shape, loves his country, goes to church on Sunday, believes in God. They know that they need that guy in the U.S. Navy. You need that guy on ship. You need a ship full of that guy, actually. They know that. And they know for a fact 
that that guy's not going to join to fight for the U.S. of gay. I have, I'm still just blown away. I don't know a single veteran friend of mine who is now pushing his children to join. Most of them are telling their children not to. That is unbelievable. I've never seen that before. So they know they need that kid. They know that kid's not joining. They know why he's not joining. And in response to that, they went and found a drag queen who's currently in the Navy. I guess this is something we allow now. They went and found a drag queen with a stage name of Harpy Daniels, and that is their new recruiting push. Now do you believe me when I tell you they're building a military? They're not destroying one. Oh, they are destroying one for, well, for the things you want. They're endless green push. They're endless LGBTQ push. This is creating a military that will not be able to fight China. We're creating a Navy that won't be able to hold China off. We already have shown we're not willing to hold Iran off. So, yeah, for anything you want, they're destroying that Navy. But for them, they're not destroying, they're building. They are building a military that will be full of people who will go hurt whoever the regime tells them to hurt. And so let me ask you, if you're some young man out there or young woman, and a drag queen is what influences you to join the Navy, how disposed do you think that person's going to be to attacking someone like you in the coming years when the regime tells them to? Does that sound like the type of person who's probably going to be more than willing to attack you for your values, your values of hate? Oh, yeah, they will, and they'll think they're the good guy. They're not destroying the military. They are building a military. Let's move on from that because we have Jill Biden stuff. We have emails. Jill Biden is a horrific human being and an outer abuser. And Anthony Blinken is a big fat liar, but they all are. All that and more is still to come. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, you can download the whole show if you miss it, any of it. You know, although I know you'd never miss even a single word, any of these genius things I say. So if you do, you can catch the whole thing. It's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Just go. They podcast the whole thing after the thing is done. And now maybe you're sitting there. Maybe you're stressing about the second largest bank failure in American history, and you're worried about you know the financial system, don't worry about it. Biden is honest. Regulators have taken action to facilitate the sale of First Republic Bank and ensure that all depositors are protected and the taxpayers are not on the hook. These actions are going to make sure that the banking system is safe and sound. Yeah, they're all over it. It's fine. It's no big deal. The federal government just seized a bank and then handed it to an even bigger bank. I don't know what you're worried about. Gosh. Hi, Jesse. I heard you ask people uh, living in far more dangerous areas like New York City, who did you vote for a number of times? Excellent work. I've been living in Los Angeles County 28 years, and recently residents of Malibu have been reporting a lot more crime. Of course, Malibu is notoriously liberal. You're 100% right in asking people who keep complaining the areas they live in aren't as safe as they used to be. Who did you vote for? 
keep asking tough questions like this. Look, we ask this not because it's fun to be a jerk, although I have a blast being a jerk. We ask this question because people have, especially people who vote Democrat now, especially older Democrats, they have divorced their own actions from what's happening. They've completely divorced it. And I actually feel sympathy for older Democrats because tradition is a powerful thing. Mom always voted Democrat. Dad always voted Democrat. You grow up, you were voting JFK, even Bill Clinton. That's just, you voted Democrat every single time. It's what you did. It's what you do. It's how, it's how it's what things are. But it is important that they wake up and realize there aren't any Democrats anymore. There are none. I'm not telling you to love these scumbag Republicans. Democrats don't exist anymore. There are full-blown communists now trying to burn the country to ash. So it, it, it they use it as this built-in excuse, and they genuinely don't know. Well, I went down and voted Democrat, and then the next day, oh, this crime around here. Oh, there's so much crime. Unless you and I are willing to bring their choices in front of their faces when they complain, they'll never put two and two together. They just want human beings won't. They don't. They have to be told to. The bottom line. Jill Biden. Jill Biden told Joe Biden to run for re-election. And I'm not going to dwell on this because I've gone off on this before. And, and I, I, it's just I don't need to belabor the point. But I will tell you this. I am the furthest thing in the world from husband of the year. I'll tell you that much. But if you have a spouse, think about your husband. Think about your wife right now. Think about how you would act if, let's say, you let's say you got a big party on Friday night. You have a big party, right? And maybe there's going to be alcohol at that party. Maybe your spouse, maybe your wife, maybe your husband shows up at that party and for whatever reason, didn't eat enough, didn't control themselves, had way too much to drink, and started stumbling around the party, slurring their words, embarrassing themselves. What would you do? Husband, wife? Exactly right, Chris. You'd snatch them up and take them home. Why? That's your spouse. You don't want them to be embarrassed in front of other people. You don't want them to wake up, feel humiliated. Oh my gosh, what did I do? I'm so embarrassed. I can't ever show my face again. And you're mindful of them. So you wouldn't allow that to happen. Joe Biden has dementia. Joe Biden routinely embarrasses himself in front of the entire planet. I brought up the, I brought up a neighborhood party a second ago to you. And I saw you sitting there nodding your head. Of course, I'd snatch him up and take him home. Of course, I wouldn't. Joe Biden, he does the drunk stumble every time he opens his mouth, only in, instead of it just being your 15 neighborhood friends, he does it in front of 7 billion people. He does this every day, and his wife doesn't give a crap. And the cheer for Muslim, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Al-Jubal. Abdul Jabbar. His wife doesn't care at all. Life is so good being first lady. Flying on Air Force One, 
Secret Service everywhere. These fancy foreign trips where you get to feel like Johnny Big Shot meeting this prime minister here, this king there, staying at the finest hotels, the best food. It must be a really good life because I can't imagine what it would take for me to allow my spouse to be embarrassed in front of the entire planet. You wouldn't allow your spouse to be embarrassed in front of one person. Jill Biden is so subhuman, such a sociopath, so selfish. She encourages her husband, her husband to do it in front of the world. To say nothing of the fact his physical health. People with dementia need a rest, calm environment. They need to rest. They need an environment that promotes calm. Stress makes everything worse for them. Anyone who's ever had to deal with this terrible disease knows. They they need calm. They need rest. Jill Biden intentionally keeps her husband in the most stressful job on the planet so she can keep being first lady. Now, do you know what I mean when I say if you could look inside their souls, there's just nothing there? That's crazy to me. Gosh. All right. The good people, the good people have to have kids now or adopt kids or both, whatever. But the we need the good people to reproduce. I know this sounds a little on the nose, but we've got to outbreed these people. We do. We've got to outbreed these people. We need you. We need you having two, three kids, four, five, six. Shoot, go, go for a 10 spot. Sometimes I wish I'd gone for a 10 spot. I've been honest about the fact that I, I wish we hadn't stopped at two. We've, we did it because we had our oldest happy, healthy. Then we had a miscarriage, which was freaking horrible. And then we had our youngest. And after the miscarriage, the youngest coming out happy and healthy, we decided, okay, we're not taking another chance. We're done. If I had to do that over again, I'd probably do it differently. Either way, we need you to breed. Get married. Stay married. Start making babies, all right? You might even find yourself enjoying it, not just the making part of it. Raising them's a blast, too. All right, that's enough. And, and, let's make sure we're giving to preborn. Part of being pro-life is making sure scared young women who are about to make a horrible decision that will haunt them the rest of their lives it's about helping them see the truth. Preborn isn't out there screaming at people, berating people. Preborn's out there offering a scared young woman who's going in for an abortion. They're out there offering her an ultrasound. That's all it takes. You know that? That's all it takes. She goes in, she lays down, and she hears that heartbeat of her baby inside of her, and instantly she becomes a mom. She's no longer a young lady with a clump of cells to dump. She's a mom with a baby. That's the ultimate pro-life, isn't it? $28 buys that ultrasound. Your $28 saves a life. Wait till you get the emails. They'll send you. I have all these emails from you of you crying when you get their emails. It's freaking wonderful. Life-changing. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Shoot, give $28,000 if you can. It's all tax deductible. Preborn.com slash Jesse, all right? Sponsored by Preborn. No matter which side of the fence people have been on, they've been saying, 
Show me the evidence. I'll believe it when I see the evidence. And people on both sides agree that something went terribly wrong in November 2020, but there really has been no comprehensive place to see the evidence of widespread fraud until now. This video is pure data, so don't get mad. You can't be angry when a scientist confirms that gravity pulls downward at negative 9.8 meters per second squared, even when that fact works against the narrative you've heard. So here we go. Just before we show you some new disturbing video evidence, we'll talk about statistical anomalies in three states in question. In the early hours of November 4th, 2020, Democratic candidate Joe Biden received several major vote spikes in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia, suddenly placing him in the lead when he had been trailing Trump by a significant margin. 8,954 individual vote updates were analyzed. Across nearly all updates, there follows a clear statistical pattern. However, a very small number of batches are especially questionable. The four most notable aberrations were two in Michigan, one in Wisconsin, and one in Georgia. And all occurred in the same five-hour window, in the middle of the night, when in some places, counting reportedly had stopped. Not only do these updates not follow generally observed patterns, but their behavior is particularly extreme. For context, using publicly available data from the New York Times, here is a visualization of the number of votes by candidate in Michigan from the beginning of the election night to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on November 4th. Trump is in red, Biden is in blue. Notice the sudden and improbable spike in votes for Biden at 6.30 a.m., where Biden received 141,258 votes, while Trump only received 5,968. This extreme ratio is surrounded by updates that are nearly the same in ratio. This particular update is 23 times more votes for Biden, and is the most extreme update favoring Biden in all datasets across all states. The situation in Wisconsin is even more stark. A single update to the vote count brought Biden from trailing by over 100,000 votes into the lead. Thirdly, a vote update in Georgia at 1.34 a.m. Eastern Time on November 4th, which shows 136,155 votes for Joe Biden and only 29,115 for Donald Trump. The extents of these four vote spikes in question are more than the margin of victory in all three states, which means the spikes were not only abnormal in regards to percentage for Joe Biden, but also in magnitude of the vote count. Out of roughly 9,000 updates, this election was decided by only four extreme updates, each with a probability of less than one-tenth of one percent, meaning that had these four unlikely updates not happened, we would have a different president in the White House. Detractors argue that these spikes were merely human error and not indication of fraud, and the errors have been corrected. If the errors have been corrected, where is their evidence? Why were the results never changed? Others have said that the spikes indicate heavily democratic precincts. If that were the case, then California would show many spikes of that magnitude, but it doesn't. Only one vote update in California is anomalous in percentage of Biden votes, but not enough magnitude to shift an outcome. The strangest anomaly visible in the data is a consistently identical ratio of Biden to Trump votes across time, which is theoretically impossible. Here is Florida. These updates occurred over a week following the election. Notice all the ratios of Biden to Trump votes are 100% identical over several days. This pattern shows up in many states. It appears that a computer algorithm is involved in the process, which is doing something called weighted race distribution, a feature of Diebold voting machines known as early as 2001, which gives values to votes rather than simply counting them. Here in California, we see an update of one vote. About 65% of that value is given to Biden and 32% to Trump. How can one vote go to more than one person? It is well known and not disputed that Diebold's software was found to be switching votes through programming in past elections. Even though Diebold is no longer used, Dominion Voting Systems acquired ESNS in 2010, which had previously acquired Diebold under its new name of Premier Election Solutions.
This does not exhaust all statistical data anomalies encountered in the 2020 election, but data anomalies is only one factor to consider. Next is eyewitness and video evidence. In Georgia, there's a case of a poll worker named Ruby who was seen on Instagram giving a secretive live video of her working in the back room filled with absentee ballots. At 10.30 p.m. on November 3rd, all media and poll watchers were told to leave State Farm Arena because ballot counting was going to stop. But Ruby and her daughter and three others remained behind at State Farm Arena. They pulled boxes of ballots out from under the table that was placed there in the morning and distributed them to several counting stations. Back to Fulton County, Georgia right now, where our reporter Blaine Alexander apparently has some new reporting on the expectations for that count. Well, Rachel, we've learned that the counting continues tonight. You know, right here in State Farm Arena behind me, we've learned that there are five people who are still inside, still working to scan those absentee ballots and try and get those numbers tabulated. Now, initially, we believe we were told that everybody went home at about 1030, but I just got off the phone with the county spokesperson who tells me that indeed there are still some people people in there quite literally burning the midnight oil, scanning ballot after ballot and trying to get that information in. And Blaine, specifically, you said five people are inside that building. That's five of five actual individuals who are working on all the absentees in Fulton County right now. Just five. Wow. Talk about having the sort of fate of the nation in your hands. Ruby is seen here in this video running the exact same stack of ballots to the machine three times. Other workers do the same. Note that a large surge in Biden votes can be observed after this tabulation at 0634 Greenwich Mean Time, which is 1.34 a.m. in Georgia, just after the time in question. You may ask, can a ballot really be counted more than once? Here is your answer from Coffee County, Georgia. Can you scan a ballot more than once? I've just done it. Just I'm done talking it. about That's you the just... Same yeah. You just keep scanning. I just kept scanning that same. I just scanned the same batches that y'all just voted. Mm -hmm. I never got any more until that one. I don't know why they approve such a system. Ruby allegedly posted this later on social media. Of course, the mainstream media calls this misinformation, and most references to these videos have been deleted from internet search results. Apple News, the morning of the election, sent out a push message to Apple News subscribers that elections are secure. So if it's true that election fraud is rare, what about Raquel Rodriguez? She was recently arrested for election fraud in Texas because of overwhelming video evidence incriminating herself that she was harvesting ballots for pay. Take the top of the ticket to get votes for either Biden. How many votes do you think you can deliver for us? At least 5,000. And what are we looking at as far as how much that's going to cost? For the entire team that I'm looking at, I'm looking at 55,000. So $55,000 for $5,000 is most confident and eager Biden. If not more, I'm not going to overpromise because remember, we, we're we 16 days till election day. You can give me cash, you can do whatever you want to do. $55,000 up front, 5000 That's right. Then there is cybersecurity evidence and the question of whether Dominion voting machines were tampered with over internet connections. Signed affidavits under oath from cybersecurity experts indicate that Dominion voter systems and Edison Research were using an unencrypted VPN with login credentials that were easily accessible and used by foreign adversaries to monitor and manipulate votes. The IP addresses into the Edison Research host service went in both directions, meaning that not only were China and Iran and other countries accessing the servers, but also Edison Research was communicating back 
to these adversaries. The claims that Dominion voting machines were not connected to the internet are completely false. Cybersecurity experts have followed the communication of the data from Dominion voting servers and Edison Research to foreign countries. A simple web search will uncover that DominionVotingSystems.com is registered to a company in Hunan, China. Three of the seven board members of UBS Securities are Chinese nationals. That company owns Staple Street Capital, which in turn owns Dominion. On top of that, the Dominion software is licensed from Smartmatic, which is a Venezuelan-owned and controlled company, and we're all familiar with how their elections go. Furthermore, forensic audits of the machines reveal significant errors. Although the mainstream media and politicians are saying that it's dangerous misinformation that Dominion voting systems are unsecure, this was the very message that several left-leaning news sources were claiming less than a year ago. NBC News and PBS found out just how easy it is to hack voting machines or cast fake votes. It's important to know that Georgia just spent over a hundred, or is about to spend over a hundred million dollars on a contract with Dominion to provide image cast hardware to the state in time for the 20, uh, for the for the next primaries and for the 2020 election. And yet here these kids were who had opened it up. They said, look, you can pop the front off of it and here's a port you can get into right here. That's easy. You know, all kinds of stuff that, that you could certainly do within six minutes behind a curtain, much less uh, if you had extra time because any of these were uh, connected to the web as we discovered a couple of days before um, so many of them are. Despite opposition and attacks, election security experts were able to audit Dominion voting machines in Antrim County, Michigan, revealing unusually high error and adjudication rates. What does that mean? According to the report, Dominion Voting Systems is intentionally designed with inherent errors to create systemic fraud and influence election results. Ballot errors are sent to adjudication, which means the vote can be decided by an election worker where there is no oversight, no transparency, and no audit trail. We've scanned 113,130 as of moments ago. We've adjudicated 106,000 plus of those. Experts identified an error rate of 68.05%, which is far above the Federal Election Commission guidelines of 0.0008%, or 1 in 250,000. Although vote adjudication logs are available for prior election years, Suspiciously, all the logs for the 2020 cycle were missing. Moreover, all security logs prior to 11.03 p.m. on November 4th are also missing. If that's not enough, the election event designer log shows that the Dominion Image Cast Precinct cards were reprogrammed on October 23rd and again on November 5th, which violates the Help America Vote Act, which includes a 90-day safe harbor period that prohibits changes to election systems, registries, hardware, and software updates without undergoing recertification. Even if skeptics and critics persist that these issues are inconsequential, they should be willing for forensic audits to take place for transparency, yet they have viciously attacked attempts to review logs. Why is that if there's nothing to hide? Election officials in Maricopa County, Arizona have even ignored subpoenas for release of election data and Dominion machine audits until after the inauguration. Then there's the mass influx of unsolicited mail-in ballots. The key word is unsolicited. In other words, people receiving ballots they never asked for. Politicians used the coronavirus to push mass mail-in ballots and extending the time to receive those ballots till many days after the election. There are many reports of people who voted in person also receiving multiple unsolicited ballots in the mail. People who did not send in a mail-in ballot denied in-person voting because they were told they had voted already by mail when they hadn't. This opened up chaos in the system and uncertainty as to who actually voted. Additionally, signature verification requirements were slackened in many states, adding even more uncertainty. In fact, the Pennsylvania Secretary of State unilaterally removed legislative signature requirements for mail-in ballots. 
More than a thousand signed affidavits have been given by poll workers who have witnessed illegal activities, non-equal treatment of Republican poll watchers, counting ballots in locations with no poll watchers, poll watchers not permitted close enough to see the counting process, shredding ballots, garbage bags full of ballots for Trump, entire boxes of hundreds of supposedly mail-in ballots that have no folds, indicating they were never actually mailed by anyone. The list goes on and on. These affidavits are signed by witnesses under penalty of perjury, so this should not have been taken lightly, but these witnesses were never heard in court. Unfortunately, what we have covered is only the tip of the iceberg on fraud, cover-ups, federal election law violations, and dishonesty on a global scale. So either the Secretary of State's office is recording and certifying results that have negative errors and fraudulent votes in them, or someone is giving them negative information. Recent polls show an overwhelming percentage of the U.S. don't trust the 2020 election was without fraud. At the end of this video, the credits will be further data scrolling through that you can read for yourself and pause and go back and read again. So what can you do? Firstly, find a way to download this video and share it. Film it with your mobile phone. Do anything to duplicate this. Post it with a hashtag, here is the evidence, hashtag every legal vote. Because guaranteed, big tech and social media giants will do their best to erase it from the internet as they've already done with much of the evidence we've already shared. And if they can't erase it, they'll fake fact check it. Well, guess what? We've already done the fact checking. We've gone through thousands of pages of data, sworn affidavits, forensic reports, and cybersecurity reports. Secondly, you can demand election reform from your election state and local officials. We cannot let another election ever be this questionable ever again. This is the United States of America. People used to look to us on how to have democracy through our voting system. 2020 was a complete sham and it cannot ever happen again.